Tiny Tim, Tuesday, February 20, 2024. Paul goes on to Derby and Lystra. While he is there, they meet up with a certain disciple by the name Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer, and his father a Greek. Acts 16.1 Today we begin a short week with Paul. Not that we will actually be with Paul for a week, considering that he and his band of brothers will be traveling all over Asia Minor in this one chapter of the book of Acts of God. Yes, the Acts of God. That's truly the name of the book of the Acts of the Apostles. You do realize it is God that is doing all the amazing acts of, in, through, and even in spite of the Apostles. It is God that is moving, compelling, inspiring, protecting, and even shaking things around for the sake of the gospel. Oh yes, in this brief chapter, we will be amazed and confused. In this chapter, we will experience disappointment and exhilaration. We will vicariously encounter injustice and exoneration. The Barnabas breakup is now history. Silas and Timothy are now the new team commissioned by the council to spread the gospel with Paul to anyone who is willing to listen. The Apostle Paul was a complicated man. He was a man of passionate grace. He was an educated man of letters. He was a megaphone of grace and forgiveness. He was a warrior against those who sought to mix grace and law as partners in the gift of salvation. But he was also human and at times contradicting himself. Take the Tiny Tim situation. Timothy came out of nowhere. Suddenly, he is part of the team of Paul and Silas who took the place of Barnabas after the dust-up with John Mark, who is now working with Barnabas in other places, not with Paul. For the record, Paul was not very gracious to John Mark. That is contradiction number one. But I digress again. Contradiction number two takes place with Timothy. We know from the Lucian record that Paul took on Timothy in place of John Mark, who later penned the book of Mark at the feet of the Apostle Peter. Timothy had some strikes against him. His father was a Greek, which seemed to imply that his father was not a believer. Okay, on the other hand, his mother Eunice and his grandmother Lois were believers and raised him as a believer in God. Mom and Grandma were Jews. Dad was apparently not a believer of anything but himself. In any case, a perfect opportunity arises to demonstrate the freedom that comes from the gospel of grace, not the acts of the law. So then, what does Paul do to Timothy? He concedes his gospel of grace to the works of the law, specifically the battle that he has faced among the Jewish believers and demanded that all Gentiles be circumcised in order to be saved. What? Paul subjects this grown man named Timothy to the cosmetic surgery, and I quote, because of the Jews that may be offended by Timothy, who apparently was not kosher because he was half Greek. Timothy survives. The gospel takes a hit. Lesson learned, 21 centuries later, we are still battling the law versus grace situation. We'd soon discover that there is no battle. Grace wins. Law is the product of grace, not the other way around. Anything that minimizes grace at the expense of the law is locked in exodus and missing out on life in the promised land. I cannot help but sense that there will be much grace meted out on our way to heaven and many minds will be healed for eternity. Abba, sometimes I am at a loss for how to face the uncertainty of life. 
Give me peace, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.